morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you choose to listen to us, we are so thankful that you still do. And uh, you are listening to another youth ministry podcast. This podcast is a ministry of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the Bible Fellowship Church. Another youth ministry podcast strives to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and I'm joined by my amazing two co-hosts, Jared and Tim. We're amazing, yeah, Tim. We are growing on him. Wonderful. Amazing. I just like that he comes in like... uh, Hello, like so energetic, surreal, and then he goes into his narr- narration <laughs> voice. <Yeah. laughs> Good morning, and today we're going to talk about this. You know, do you guys think that I could maybe like be, be one of those Bible readers? I would listen to you. Would yeah. you really? Yeah, yeah. There's actually, they, actually, um, uh, Andy, who won the giveaway. Yeah, she, uh, I'm actually in his life group, and um, his wife Ashley, when she reads the Bible, she reads with like. All of us always say, like, we want Ashley to read because mm. she sounds like she belongs on the Dwell there, app. I, that, I love it. I love which, it. Which, uh, you know, there, there's, there's a free practical tip. Yeah. I always listen to the uh, version Bible. And, like, when mm-hmm. I'm listening, like, and I turn and hit play when I'm in the kitchen or whatever, I feel like they always go for, like, the same type of people. Deep voice mm-hmm. and going. I'm like, man, I need something more dynamic. Yeah. Like, come on. Mm. And then it's like you switch between the ESV and the NIV. And, like, mm. the ESV, the person seems very, like, in, you know, intellectual and super deep. And then you go to mm. the NIV. And they're a little bit more poppy, you know? Mm. <laughs> poppy. Like I'm the, just kidding. Like the version. Well, mm. anyway. Well, it'd be nice if they had a different, like, Siri can change the... Oh, that'd be great! You know the language, the, the accent. I, I tried to insert a practical tip, and I was denied. I'm I'm going to force it now. Uh, I actually, someone in the church um, knew I enjoyed the free version, and so as a gift, they paid the subscription. It was twenty five bucks a year, which is like to what? Dwell. Oh, okay, dwell. Dwell. Okay. I think dwell. we might have even talked about this way back when. You know, on our like third episode, maybe. Maybe it'd be interesting to know. But dwell, uh, you can choose all from all different versions. Lots of different reading plans. I think at least eight or 10 different voices with different versions. Um, guy, girl, accent, non-accent, um, deep voice, not deep mm, voice. Mm. You, and then you can also choose different music to have in the background. Mm. Piano, piano, cello, guitar. All right. Well, what know. is your current voice? Gregory. Gregory? ESV. Gregory, ESV. And, and I have got a deep, deep, medium, high voice. He's pretty deep. Pretty deep. Okay. And piano, and piano in the really, background. Yeah, but he's really nice. Oh yeah, I, I enjoy. I enjoy get, Gregory's voice. Gregor. <laughs> Seems like a good guy. He's yeah, Gregory. Nice it's a good name. It's a good like name. This is good getting voice. Too personal now. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, let's stay on track because we are trying to keep this. Yes. Let's go. Pocket size. Dive in. To fit in your let's pocket. Dive. So today we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics. Big pocket. <laughs> Leaders. Remember, remember, remember those jeans in? Uh, I don't know if you guys wore them. <laughs> I wore jeans in like middle school that had like. Deep, deep pockets. You can deep. almost put your whole arm in. No, I didn't have any. They're like huge, but you, big, but you baggy did. pants. You did. Yeah. His mom yeah. never told him that the pockets just had holes. I, <laughs> he's, I, he's grabbing I, his knee. I was just, I was the cargo pants guy. But let's mm, keep going. All right. So seriously. Anyway, our favorite topic is leaders. Leaders. We have leaders. We love leaders. We want leaders to be yeah. the best leader right. they can be. Yep. And so we talked about leaders, talked about training leaders, talking about we've talked a lot about leaders. Talking a lot about leaders, but they're, well, they're so important. important. That's right. But <laughs> Chris, Chris is guys, down in this episode you guys, already. I'm not. Da- you guys just said that, you know, in sync. It's like you're because we're on the same page. We found that chemistry. Mm. Yeah, you did that chemistry that was lost. So, anyway, uh, so but we never started at the beginning 
uh, of like, okay, so we talked a lot about leaders, but here's the big thing is mm. what, as a, you know, in youth ministry, what do you look for? Mm. Do you just, you know, put a survey out there and say, hey, let me know if you want to come and hang out with kids. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, not do that. No. So there, we're going to jump right in for the sake of time. Uh, there are things that you should look for. Absolutely. Um, and uh, there's all kinds of ways that you can put this. On my first um, qualification sheet, I had like seven different categories. I think now I boil it down to three. But basically, you know, the first thing is integrity. And integrity means that um, that they are who they are all the time and who they are as a true disciple of Jesus Christ. They love Jesus, they're a believer, they're growing, and they also have to have a level of maturity. Yeah, and I think it's important, though, when we say that they are a believer. That means they need to be able to communicate to you the, the gospel, gospel yeah. and let you know when they understood and followed and believed the gospel. Right. Yeah. And so, I would yeah. actually take it a step further at our church. Um, my rule is they have to be either a church member there of our go. church, which means they've, they've gone through the elders, mm-hmm. or they have to be uh, very willing to go through it very soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that if it doesn't ha- work out, then they step away. Usually that's not the case. Usually we try to have them be a member first. There's a couple of scenarios in the past where I have a woman who served with me, her husband, they've been in the church for years. For whatever reason or another, we've challenged him on it. He did, is mm. not ready to be a member, and she submitted to him. I made an exception for that. But mm-hmm. other than that. Yeah. yeah. Than that. But still, they're able to communicate their faith in the gospel clearly, so you're not... And they love the church. And love the church. And they're committed, whether well, or not members, members, but they're committed to mm-hmm. committed attenders. Yeah. Absolutely. So they have to be people of, of integrity, which, you know, but boys, is it is it good enough to just have a good heart just to be a, a believer or is there something more? No, you got to know the scriptures. You got to know yeah. how it, what we call, it would call a biblical worldview. Yeah. You, the way you look at the world is through the lens of scripture. If they're a youth leader, they, yeah. they have to have a level. Yeah, they have to have a biblical worldview. Exactly. And they, in order to be able to do it with the students, they have to, be able to do it themselves. It was right. in Hebrews... Six talks about our powers of discernment being exercised. Like that's mm. that's spiritual meat. Mm. Is that you take the word of God and you know how to apply it to life, and you don't need to just hear show me chapter and verse. Right. Like you can actually take scripture as a whole and mm-hmm. apply it principally right. to your life. Yeah. Well, and yet, if you're going to guide someone, you got to be able to do it yourself, and that doesn't mean that they be able to teach, right? Because not all of them are going to be teachers, but right. they have to be able mm-hmm. to shepherd. And and guide a student when they're struggling with something, kind of show them where in scripture yeah. they can find solace. And you, and, I guess we'll throw in there, you don't want to compromise on these things. Um, like it, it can be very tempting, I'm sure, at a smaller church environment and you got people who want to help and they're not the right people and you just want help. My word, you just mm-hmm. want to break. You don't want to compromise on this. No. You're actually opening up a huge can of worms and you're going to make it worse for yourself and the le- and the students. Mm-hmm. Many times when you compromise, that person you bring in is tends to be the individual that shouldn't be helping in youth ministry and tends to up being the hardest person mm-hmm. to get out of youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but I, anyways. I would say if the Lord opens up the door, if somebody's coming to you and they want to serve and you don't think they're ready, they don't fit these qualifications, take that as an opportunity to disciple them. There mm-hmm. you go. Great tip. Yep. So, yeah. so beyond worldview, beyond integrity, they have to be able to serve. Yeah. Yeah. That's important, right? Servant's heart. Yeah. Servant's ability and servant's heart, right? Like if, if, mm-hmm. if they're, you know, that's more practical, but if they can't be there often enough, yeah, they're not. A, they're not going to be a good leader. Right. Doesn't matter how you know. I, I'm sure you guys have 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 had these. You have some people that are awesome when they're there, mm. and when they're not, it, they, and then, but more often than not, they're not. Yeah, and the students know that. Yeah. Well, and I like this thought too: is that they want to serve the students for. 
God's glory, because there are many times you get leaders that it seems that they're more there for their own glory mm. and attention from the students rather than <laughs> for the glory of the Lord for the students to be grown in Christ. And we can be too quick to be like Paul in Philippians 1, oh, whether in pretender and truth, I have volunteers, and in that I rejoice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this goes back to even like they're serving for God's glory, so you're so they're there sometimes even when they don't. there's nothing for them to do, right? but they're there um to to fill in when they need to or step in when they need to or even when their students aren't showing up right. they're still there and for, and you know the other thing the is other students. they're not just a body like when yeah. they're there they're actually active and yeah. I, you know we all wrestle with encouraging leaders to, you know what to do and i i found that they all, even the best ones need direction they they just need to know what mm-hmm. needs to be done so yeah. sometimes on you you have to kind of you don't want to put that all on them but you want them to have a servant's heart so you want them to be true disciples of jesus that you want them to be mature have servants heart but then there's the practical side right we already alluded to this a little bit but can they commit yeah are they able to do it mm-hmm. you know like um there's a leader i have now he's a great guy and he just started and he's phenomenal um and this is okay with me because it's only one aspect of the ministry but let's say this impacted everything well it wouldn't work he's he said he's diabetic and for mm-hmm. that reason he is not able to travel with us to retreats mm. like if all your leaders are like that, yeah. <laughs> that's not a good thing. Right. It works with us and he's great. Yeah. So like if somebody had another physical ailment, mm-hmm. they might not be, God might be telling them in his providence in their life, they're, they're not able to serve right now. So, yeah. and also I would say their, their relationship with their kids and their, and, and their spouse, you know, I always, on, on my forms I, that I have them sign is, does your spouse agree that you should serve right now? Mm. Yeah, not only the spouse though too. Sometimes it's also the uh, making sure your kids. Some some family some leaders that you might have, they might have students inside the youth ministry program. Mm. Yes, um, yeah. and there's some parents that they are that um, parents and children that they can do that amazingly. Yeah, and it works. Uh, but then there are other fam- parents and students that they have to consider that maybe your child needs you to be away from that ministry for yeah. your child to be able to effectively grow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so again, can they can they commit and um, is it healthy? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, do they agree with your philosophy ministry? Mm-hmm. Are they on board with your small groups? Are they on board with what you're trying to accomplish? In the ministry, as far as the way you teach and the way you yes. have the night program, and yeah. even your events, like there's somebody that just be like, "Oh, we need to have more events, more events, right? Or less events, or less events." And so, like, yeah, be on balance of that. Of like, can they commit to those events, or and do they agree with those those kind of events? And it's it is not the time to ask your leader what they believe when an awkward conversation has occurred. That's right. Um, you know, I, I think I, I, I see, I don't know if you guys have seen in Lehigh Valley, those billboards with like, it's either a house that's burned down or a car that's wrecked. And it's like wrong time to check your insurance policy. <laughs> like, mm. you know, it is the wrong time to uh, vet your leaders mm. when they're already doing it. That's right. Yeah. You have to, and I'll be honest though too, you guys have experienced this. Sometimes you go through this whole process, the whole thing, you do your diligence. And then six months later, you're like, oh, you know, any of my leaders listening, I'm not thinking of any of you in particular. It's just, we've had, you know, yeah, yeah. we have people. That's the way it well, is. Well, and, and it's more of a challenge if you're coming into a ministry and these are the leaders you have inherited yep. and you have yeah. to kind of go through this process. They've been serving for five, 10 years. You know, yeah. like, oh, all right, now we're going to restart all this. Right. It can be hard. But. Well, additionally, too, like you, you also from the start need to have the expectations for them to make sure as well mm-hmm. that they know when they could step out <clears throat> or yes. um, things like that. So it's good. Like you may find that a leader is like, oh man, this leader's not doing well. But as long as you set the expectation and also made it clear how long they can commit, you can reevaluate at that time frame. Right. Or, 
um, or help them work with them, see what's going on in their life. So, and one more thing to add, just in case it wasn't clear, you know, this obviously fits in with the philosophy piece, but even with the whole membership piece, you want to make sure that they agree with with your doctrine, mm-hmm. or or at least in some of the points that they might not, that they're in agreement not to contradict it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I would add under the um, in this, it's it should have been a given. Yeah, but that they love youth yes oh, yes what? <laughs> that no. they love, yeah. it should it's a given but youth. i i think sometimes we forget about that they have they have to have a passion and yes. a love for the mm-hmm. discipleship of youth yes yeah. so they yeah otherwise they're gonna get so tired so fast yeah hang um, out with middle school boys yes yeah. yes and that's actually another thing one more practical thing to add before we wrap this thing up is the, if you have particular needs you have to make sure that they can fit mm. that particular need if what you mm. need is middle school boys to yep. be covered mm. and the, and somebody's like i want to be a leader and i'm only good with high school guys well sorry dude so that's that's another thing to ask what mm-hmm. are what are your ministry's particular needs yep. and can they can they fit those yeah uh so you know in summary we've talked about integrity worldview servant's heart practical considerations and i'll just finish with this thought is um it was already kind of been mentioned you want to maintain these these qualifications. Mm. So they're an entry mm-hmm. level and you want to hold your leaders to these things yeah. throughout the process as well, throughout the time that, that they serve. So, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. We are thankful for you and your ministry to teenagers. May God bless you and your work as you faithfully serve him, teenagers, and their families. Please connect with us on social media, on Instagram at another YM Podcast, or you can email us at another YM Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com.